Hello and welcome to the midweek check-in of the Game Changer podcast. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host and thank you so much for being here. So it is graduation season, isn't it? And in fact, one of my daughters, Madison, just graduated last weekend. And by the time this show airs, Thursday, May 12th, she will have just been here for a day uh, looking for a job. So if anybody's listening and they own a business in Orange County, California, and you are looking for a recent, very smart graduate in business and marketing, you need to let me know because I have the girl for you. Actually, I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm really actually not kidding. That is all a very true statement. So really shoot me an email and let me know. She needs to be gainfully employed soon. So with that, it is that time of year and it makes me think of this story that is a 100% true story, by the way. It's a story about uh, two people that I grew up with that I know very well. And it is very pertinent to this time of year. And anybody listening who is, like I said, graduating from college or getting ready to graduate, somebody who's in a job that they don't like, somebody who's contemplating leaving a job, somebody with a kid who's getting ready to graduate, somebody who knows somebody who wants to leave a job or is wondering what in the world all this is about. So essentially, it really doesn't matter who you are, likely this story applies. So let me give you a little bit of background. I grew up with uh, two boys. Well, I didn't grow up with them. They, my mom was friends with somebody who had two boys. So we spent a ridiculous amount of time together. Um, quite frankly, most of my time was spent with them. Vacations, Disneyland, all of that. I got to hang out with them. One was my age and one was a year younger. And these two boys fought relentlessly. And I'm an only child, so I don't have any experience with what it's like to have a sibling. But these two, literally, I'm not kidding you, there was never a time I was over there that the night did not end up in a brawl, and a pretty significant one in that. This went on all during their childhood, all through school. The only reason it ended was because one went to college and one moved away. And unfortunately, in their adult life, things didn't really get much better. Now, mind you, they weren't putting fists through walls or through plate glass windows, but they never really got along. And it was always very odd to me. I just could never have imagined having a sibling that you just had such disdain for and such dislike for that really, if you were even in the same room, you wouldn't communicate. It was, it was really the most unfortunate, sad thing, quite honestly. So anyway, time goes on and every once in a while we'd be at a family function and, and literally, I'm not kidding you, the two of them would not really even uh, much more than saying hello and actually shaking hands, really would not uh, talk with one another. So a few decades goes by and now we're all, you know, right around 40 years old and I realize that not only are they talking, but they're laughing, they're having a great time. And uh, I said, what in the world is going on? And he said, oh boy, we're planning our uh, Christmas and uh, New Year's going to Brazil. And I really thought I had dropped in the twilight zone. These are two people that for 40 years, like I said, could not stand to be around one another. And all of a sudden, everything changed. And I said, okay, you need to enlighten me. What in the world happened? So I'm sitting here with one of them. This is the younger one of the two. And he said, you know, let me tell you about a major life epiphany I had one day recently. He said, you know, we all know the story of my brother, my older brother. I went off to college, took over the family business. He chose to not go to college and instead run off to Santa Barbara 
live on a boat and spend his free time roller skating, bartending a couple nights a week, and really accomplishing nothing and amounting to nothing. And he said, in every year that went by that I'm taking over the family business and I'm struggling, but I'm turning the business around. I'm making it something. I'm really contributing greatly to society. I've got, you know, the business is in five different states. We've got all kinds of employees. I'm helping people out tremendously. And all I can think of is here's my older brother spending his time living on a boat in the harbor in Santa Barbara, barting a couple nights a week, truly accomplishing nothing with his life. And so anytime I saw him, it just grated on me endlessly. And as the years rolled by, and I'm working my tail off seven days a week, more often than not, uh, more stress than I could imagine, been to the ER a couple of times thinking I'm having a heart attack, never was able to get married because I never slowed down long enough to even really ever be in a significant or long-term relationship. And over all of this time, year after year watching this and being so irritated with him and the one that I'm having to carry on the family legacy and I'm the one working my tail off to really do something significant. And then one day it hit me. One day when I let all of this catch up, all of these choices, all of my life, everything I'm breaking my back for, running from one job to the next, to the next state, to running over here to make sure this crew's okay, that these guys have what they need, that I'm making payroll. And one day I thought, you know what? I would love to just sell it all. Sell off everything, pay off any company debt, make sure everything is current, everybody's good, get rid of all the property that we own as far as uh, owning property or land or leases or any, whatever obligations there are, take everything, sell it all, just get down to ground zero, move to Santa Barbara, buy a boat, live in the harbor, and bartend a couple nights a week. And he said, and in that moment, I realized I have been killing myself for the last two decades and hating my brother vehemently for becoming somebody that I absolutely despised when the reality is he had it figured out all along. Here I've worked for literally 20 years and all I could imagine is what in the world I would give to trade places with him. And all along, he never fought me. He never argued back. He never defended his position. He never explained why he was doing anything. He just let me rant and rave and yell and scream about the choices he made and then went on loving the life that he chose. And he said, and you know what? In that moment, I called him and said, uh, sorry for being wrong about all of this. And I'd like to start over. And I'm going to try to find a way to live the life that you've been living because really, that is my dream. And so I say this at this time of year to say, hey, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, before you embark on a career, if you are just graduating from college, if you're in a job that you hate, if, if you know somebody who is any of the above, stop and think about what really matters to you. Now, I'm not here saying everybody needs to just go find a way to get a boat and live in the harbor in Santa Barbara and bartend a couple nights a week. Although, you know, really, doesn't sound very bad. But what I am saying is, one, let's not spend any time judging anyone else for any path that they are on. Because who knows at the end of it all that that path winds up being one that ultimately you're envious of. And we don't have any idea why anybody's on whatever path they're on. More difficult enough just for us to figure out our own and to stay on that one. So let's let that go for one. And for two, really the life that you have, don't live it for the someday 
Someday I'll be happy when I retire. Someday I'll be happy when I have however much money in the bank. Someday I'll be happy when. Because we don't know if that day when is ever going to get here. There are no guarantees. So truly find a way to love your life right now. And if you don't, do something very different about it. Like tomorrow has got to be some different action, some different phone call, some different book you read. Do something different than you did today if you want your life to change. And do what this person did. Step back. Step out of your life for a moment and say, am I truly happy? And let me look around and see who is. Who around me is living a life that if I could trade places with them in a dime, I would. And what decisions are they making? What actions are they taking? What are they doing with their life that in some way you could take on? Maybe even if it's just, hey, I'm going to go to Santa Barbara for the weekend and get away from it all. Maybe it's just that much of a start. But whatever it is, don't throw away two decades of your life doing and being something that you do not like. So in closing, I am applauding all of you new recent graduates out there. Good luck. Follow your passion. Do what is going to make your heart sing. No matter who around you is being critical or judgmental or has something to say about your choices, this is your life. And you don't know that in 20 years from now, they're not going to come back and say, you know what? I finally got it. And I'm going to do everything I can do now to create the life that you have. You don't know when that's going to happen. So follow your bliss. Do what makes sense to you. And for everybody else out there, if you're somewhere else in between, try to get a whole lot closer to that. Life is way too short for us to be living any other way. And for anybody else out there, if you are happy and you are doing what you love, then take this time to inspire someone else to do the same. That after all is the point of all of this is to support other people so that their journey in life is a little bit easier because they had somebody inspirational and motivating and who is a light in their life to help them out in some way, shape or form. Go be that for the people that need it the most. So with that, congratulations, all you new graduates out there. Hang tough. It's uh, may seem like it's not an easy ride, but you know what? It is what you make it. So for everybody out there, you know that my website is at innernorstar.com. You can check out any blog about any interview I do or any upcoming events that I have coming up in the very near future. You can find it all there. And thank you, as always, from the bottom of my heart so very much for listening and tuning in. It means such a great deal to me. If you wouldn't mind jumping over to iTunes and leaving a rating and review, it's the only way this show ever stays visible. I can be found on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and now Snapchat, which I'm just figuring out. But with my daughter here, it should get a lot easier because that's how they roll. So anyway, all that is at Inner North Star as well. So like I said, you can find me just about anywhere. Thank you again so much for tuning in. I appreciate it so very much. Thanks for listening to the Game Changer Podcast. Podcast.